Hey Boilermakers, this is season two of the Success Express. I'm Grayson Stanjakevich and I'm so glad you're listening in. Each episode, we discuss all the questions we have as students and job seekers. We're talking about job interviews, internships, networking, career fairs, and how to put your best foot forward. We're tackling the hard questions and encouraging you to make the most out of your college experience. Our guests share advice, personal experiences, lessons learned, and so much more. It's all here and it's happening right now. All aboard the Success Express. Today's guest is Laura Boo. Laura graduated back in May of 2019 with a degree in corporate communications and a minor in management. Laura's career ambition has always looked a little unique due to having an interest in the nonprofit management and fundraising sectors, which are not typical quote unquote Purdue career paths. Throughout her college career, however, Laura had amazing internships with Make-A-Wish, the Smithsonian, the Small Charities Coalition in London, and the Purdue Research Foundation. So if you were listening closely, I'm sure you heard some pretty big names, but you might have also noticed that those organizations are not ones that typically recruit at Purdue. So how did Laura find these opportunities? Engineering students, business students, ag students, and HTM students, they all have the benefit of having their own career fairs. But what about students in smaller majors, like Laura, who plan on working in unique fields? Today, Laura gives us all the tips and tricks on how to network, find internships, and leverage your connections and resources to jumpstart your career journey without needing the help of a career fair. Because here's a little fun fact. There are thousands, maybe even millions, of more internship and job opportunities beyond what is just offered at career fairs. You just have to know how to find them. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Laura. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the show. Hi, Grayson. I'm so excited to have you on today. This is kind of for our students who are wondering how to create a career path for themselves when there's not a path already made for them. Yeah, exactly. That's what I did, and it's going great. So I'm excited to get to share a little bit of knowledge with people who have unique interests and passions. Yeah, totally. You are the woman for the job. So tell us a little bit about how all this came to be. Like, how did you become interested in the nonprofit sector? You know, you throw on buzzwords like plan giving, corporate social responsibility. What do those mean? Why are you interested in that? Yeah, I think I've always wanted to be in the nonprofit world in some capacity and land there eventually. I always knew I wanted to make a difference, and I think you can make a difference in any role. But I wanted to make a tangible daily difference in the world, and it seemed like a really great way to dedicate my career to that, to charitable work. It's just where my heart has always been. I don't know how to explain it any other way. It's just all I've ever wanted to do. And I guess in terms of like buzzwords, plan giving is kind of funny because it's a euphemism for like delayed giving, which is like wills and estates, which sounds super lame, but getting to work with law departments, it could be a cash gift, property, investments, a physical object. So I was at a museum this summer. So working in planned giving, I got to work with bequests of objects. So I got to work on um, costumes from classic movies and things like that. That's so cool. Do you feel unique in your interests? I don't think I necessarily feel unique in them, but I think it's more of an area that's not explored a ton at Purdue and that Purdue students don't know about. So did you struggle to find internships or job opportunities or even professors who kind of fit your interests while you were here? 
I think it was really hard early on because there weren't specific classes that aligned with my interest and what I wanted to do ultimately. At most universities, those classes don't even exist. So Purdue's not unique in not having them. And early on, it was hard finding internships as well. But I had the support of my parents who guided me um, and looking at smaller organizations when I started out. So knowing where I wanted to get eventually and starting small. Where do you even start? Where, like, where, where do you even begin putting yourself out there, making a name for yourself, finding these small opportunities? How do you, how did you go about that? In all honesty, I went about it by just getting on Google and searching keywords that I knew I was interested in. So communications, nonprofit, Indianapolis, intern. Yeah. Google it, and I kind of applied to everything that seemed interesting. I think that's pretty standard when you don't have a career fair, is putting yourself out there because the opportunities won't come if you don't apply. Yeah. And so starting out, applying to anything and everything, that would give me experience. Yeah, that's very true because career fairs are awesome. We love our career fairs here. We do. But not every school has a career fair. There aren't always companies that come to career fairs that fit what you're looking for. And so sometimes, yeah, you do have to take it upon yourself to research and apply outside of the career fair system. And oftentimes you can reap a lot from that. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but I would say it's worth it because you can find such a niche fit for yourself. Yeah. How long did it take? I would say depending on the year. So my freshman year, I started looking second semester. Sophomore year started looking mid-November. And then my junior year, I started looking for summer internships mid-October. So kind of similar to everyone else's timeline, but it just is a lot longer process. And how did your peers and your professors receive your experience and your passions? I think my peers were often really confused because they saw me as a high-achieving student who wouldn't find out what they're doing over the summer until April. So people would say, oh, wait, how do you not have an internship yet? But from professors who have a better understanding of my industry, the nonprofit world, they were really supportive and wanted to help me in any way they could because they knew it was a really unique interest yeah. at Purdue. So I was able to work with my comp professors. Yeah. Who are some of those professors, just in case other people out here are listening and are looking for some <gasps> yeah. support? I would say I worked with um, Dr. Josh Boyd quite a bit. On Fabulous. He's, He's the amazing. best yeah. on kind of dicing out, okay, what opportunities um, will give me the most experience and deciphering between opportunities and paths. Yeah. That's great. So overall, what advice would you give a student who have a specific dream but are struggling to find opportunities to gain experience? I think my biggest piece of advice, there's kind of two aspects. Um, I would say make meaningful relationships and set yourself up for success. When I say make meaningful relationships, I kind of am referring to networking, but I think Networking is so much more than making a professional connection. It's getting to know people and results will come out of those relationships, especially with a specific interest. I always joke that if you ask to see pictures of someone's kids or grandkids at a coffee, an informational interview, the conversation will end. If there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. Yeah. Just making that personal connection. Yeah. I love that tip. Yeah. It's my secret. Literally, you say, oh, show me a picture of your kids if they refer to their kids. Yeah. And you instantly break through that wall and they instantly feel a more human connection with you. Yeah. And you're showing them that you're interested in them and you value them as a human person, not just as somebody who's going to give you information. And just be genuinely interested in people is just so important. Yeah. Do you have any other tips for networking? I feel like you are such an expert 
networker. Like, you're the network queen. <laughs> everybody knows you. Everybody loves you. How are some ways that you can go about that yeah. in undergrad? I think the biggest thing for me was to remind myself that I'm not being a burden. Is that when you're reaching out to people, you're not a burden. They want to help you. Because when people reach out to us, Grayson, you're not going to be like, oh, that's so annoying. Why would they ask for advice? Oh, no one thinks that. Yeah. And I would also say... You hear it all the time, but after a conversation with someone, end it with also with thank you. And is there anyone else I could talk to about this? Do you have anyone else that you can send me in their direction? And I find that that opens so many doors, especially yeah. in networking situations. Yeah, because they link you to the next person. Yeah. And I think something else about networking is be someone in your personal life, in your professional life that someone's willing to stick their neck out for. Because if you aren't respectful and someone with a lot of integrity, people aren't going to stick their neck out for you no matter how high your GPA is, no matter how good of worker you are. That's so true. That's so true. So would you say that networking was one of the biggest pieces for you when it came to weaseling your way into some of these more unique opportunities, so to speak? I would say so. Um, networking and also, as I referred to before, setting myself up for success. Yeah. Like you said in the introduction, I got to work at the Smithsonian and that came my summer of my junior year because I had had four internships previously to that. Opportunities like that don't come to people who don't work for it. Let me ask you this. Were your first few internships, were they maybe not as glamorous, so to speak? Not at all. I spent one summer writing probably a thousand thank you letters. Yeah. And other ones, um, writing newsletters that had an open rate of 5% and maybe 15 people saw them. Um, So not glamorous work, but I took the internship and I took initiative while I was there to get as much out of it as I could. So taking initiative in that is so important. Yeah. And experience is experience is experience. Like it's a line on your resume. It's the stepping stool into the next more glamorous, more meaningful Mm -hmm. opportunity. But even the ones that maybe aren't as cool, you're still meeting people in those environments that matter. And you Mm -hmm. should be taking advantage of that. And you're learning how to work hard. And I think that's so important. Developing grit, developing every skill that you need to be good at that dream internship. If you get to the dream internship and you don't have any skills, the whole summer will be useless. Right. Right. Because when you're living out your dream internship, you, why wouldn't you want to be the best? Like, why wouldn't you want to be rock solid? You want to leave that dream internship with a dream offer. Yeah. And a dream letter of rec Mm -hmm. and endorsement to follow you for the rest of your career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. That's so great, Laura. Last question for you. We try to ask all of our guests this it kind of it's gonna put you on the spot a little bit but what is something that you failed at in undergrad how did you learn from it how did you grow oh that's a good question I think one area that I failed in a lot was time management and not time management of not being able to get my work done is managing my time in a way that I'm able to be a healthy and productive human being I think for a long time I thought being successful and being someone that others could look up to meant not sleeping and getting that Starbucks gold card because I drink so much coffee and pushing myself to work 18 hours a day every day. And that's not necessarily how you can become successful. And I think I failed at taking care of myself in a lot of areas. And now senior year, being in a place where I don't feel the need to do that anymore, I feel so much freer and am able to work a lot harder and actually invest in people around me. Yeah, because you can give more when you put more into yourself. Yes. Exactly. That is a message that we all need to hear because I don't know why it's trendy nowadays to be like 
having no sleep and addicted to coffee and feeling horrible all the time. Like, we love to all be like, I'm so tired today. It's such a Purdue thing, too. I feel like it's the badge of honor. It's like, I pulled an all-nighter and only got four hours of sleep this whole week. Yeah. And it's kind of a badge of honor everyone wears. But taking care of yourself is cool. Yeah. Celebrate those eight hours of sleep nights. Absolutely. I haven't had coffee in a week because I'm taking care of myself and I exercise. Right. Celebrate those moments. Oh, 100%. Because the habits that you set for yourself today will last into your career. Exactly. Awesome. Well, Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Grayson. Thanks for your wisdom. We loved it. I wouldn't call it wisdom, but thanks, Grayson. No, it was. We love you, Laura. Have a good one. Hey, would you be willing to do us a quick favor? If you enjoyed today's show, could you leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts? It'll just take a quick second and your review will help iTunes know to recommend the show to other listeners. Again, I cannot say enough how grateful we are for your support. I would also like to invite you to join the CCO's Instagram community. Give us a follow at Purdue CCO and stay up to date on all upcoming workshops, events, and career fairs. And of course, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter as well. As always, feel free to stop by the CCO and meet with one of our consultants to discuss your resume, interview skills, or visit our career closet. You can also schedule a free appointment to meet one-on-one with a career counselor. We're located in Young Hall, and we're open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's all we have for today. I'm Grayson Sanjakevich, and thanks for tuning in to the Success Express.